New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. It's almost there. I guess by the time this drops, it will be there. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm going to probably put it up tomorrow. Right on. Well, Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. We're Happy coming at you on New Year's Eve. Live from Eve. Times Square. Live from Times Square. We've Hot got property. Ryan Seacrest, Hot Property, Dan Scully. I'm Ryan Seacrest and Regis Philbin. And I'm Dick Clark. And I've been dead for how long has he been dead? Ten years. Dude, remember the last couple of years where they just like wheeled Dick Clark out and it was fucking embarrassing? Yeah, it was um not not great. I'm gonna chug they... I'm gonna chug this truly for New Year's. Oh, do it up, do it up. Yeah, I remember they would wheel Dick Clark out and he could like barely function. He's like 10, 7, yeah, just drooling on himself because he had a hundred strokes that day. That's and spicy. Then, and then Seacrest had to like come out and be like, Whoa, live TV. It's a it's a wild thing, everybody. Here we are, that you that you died. And it was just embarrassing. And they just kept it was like, let him die with dignity. Now, I had, speaking of dying with dignity, I had um, <laughs> planned to casually sip that truly while preparing for the podcast. Um, but a lot of my preparing for the podcast ended up with me walking around my apartment getting ready um, for other other reasons. Yeah. But I wanted to crack this open for our last podcast of the year. Right on. It is. And I hope I'm not rubbing it in your face since you're on a sabbatical from drinking. I'm not on a sabbatical from drinking. Oh, I thought you were. At all. No, I, I'm on a sabbatical from eating high cholesterol foods. Oh. But um, no, I'm not. I like I, I can't like go crazy with drinking. But um, like, have I'm you heard have of a beer when I get back from the gym tonight? And I'm getting I'm going to drink whiskey tomorrow. Voodoo Ranger. Oh, yeah. Juice Force IPA. I've had Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. It's very good. And you know why I like this so much and why I'm toasting our final podcast of the year with Juice Force? I see. Because he's a maverick. Because he's on the can. It is a photo, uh, an illustration of a skeleton wearing a Top Gun Maverick-esque helmet. It's a a photograph of a skeleton man taken in a cartoon world. That someone he's traced about over. to do an impossible mission that involves inverted flying into a bowl under to destroy two minutes. the missile silo in under two minutes of an unspecified unspecif- foreign country under the direction of John Hamm. I would like to toast to Tom Cruise to of Tom Top Cruise. Gun Maverick. Right on. To Pete Maverick Mitchell. Thank you for saving the movies in this year of our Lord 2022. Damn straight. To Juice Force. The juice for us. I just have water, but I'll toast you after I hit the gym after this. But uh, mm. well, it's bad luck yeah. to toast with water, but whatever. Lest you lest you forget last week uh, when you texted me late at night to do a late night episode, which we ultimately didn't drunk. do. I was drunk, so yeah. I'm not I'm not on sabbatical. Well, I'm I thought, you were, I thought with... that you were doing. You were getting drunk for the holidays, and you were going to be done again. Well, I mean, tomorrow's a holiday. Yeah. To the holiday no i i uh i can drink i i you know drinking's not that bad for coleste especially since i haven't had cheese in forever but uh you know i just gotta figure out that middle ground but no i still i still drink occasionally and um i was thinking i might even on new year's day since i'm meeting up with uh scott friend of the show to watch the mummers who i fucking hate um i might eat an edible 
for the first oh, time shit. in in 90 days so that i don't yeah. day drink because i don't want to day drink but if i eat because yeah, oh, you might fight a mummer yeah we'll see what happens i just don't like day drinking anymore and uh, so if i do that you know, I just got to make sure I don't fall back into being a stoner. But we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. Yeah, it's I hate day drinking. Maybe... I definitely didn't do it all day today. Yeah, I, I, I wish I could, but I, it like makes my nerves hurt. I, I didn't do pl- it. I didn't plan on it, but I had, um, I started playing The Witcher Three. Oh, right on. And um, and then yeah, at like noon, and I was like, you know what? It's afternoon. It's the it's a holiday week. I'm gonna yeah. crack it truly. R.I.P. Three Trulies later. Thank God you texted me because I did forget we were recording at three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I um I was doing a uh, a little video gaming myself because work was so slow. So I was playing Doctor Mario. Oh Because shit. I am crazy good at Doctor Mario. <clears throat> One of like my weird like you could give me Witcher and I'll dick around and I'll play. Like I've 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 logged like a hundred hours of breath of the wild and i've accomplished nothing because i just like to wander and leap off of high cliffs and stuff and you know do stuff like that but like dr mario when i key into dr mario nothing else matters it's over and i will fuck up every last one of those germs by throwing pills at them we gotta so get good. a um are you a fan of mario party yeah oh yeah we gotta get a Mario Party session going on with me, you, Chance, and Doctor Scientist. I would love to do that. Me, Chance, and Doctor Scientist have been playing Mario Party um, casually, like over the past couple of months, like when we when we all get freed up. And what's funny is that so Doctor Scientist. And this is online. Yeah, yeah. I have to get Mario Party. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's fine. I I was planning on. You guys just come to my house and play Couch Co-op. Yeah, that's true. We can do that because anyway, I, uh... enough boring the audience for the logistics. My story is this. Yeah, so <laughs> Dr. Scientist, I can say this now because it's public news, but Dr. Scientist works in the uh, the same place where they figured out that nuclear fission, nuclear fusion announcement the uh, a couple weeks ago. I am unaware of said announcement. What's the announcement? So they develop, I'm going to fuck this up, and then he's going to text me and say how, I, how badly I fucked it up. Um, That's okay. I, I might know it, and I just don't remember. Uh, there's a new version of nuclear fusion. Fusion? Nuclear fusion 2.0. No, fusion's um, the one we can't do. Fission's the one that we can do. Okay, so it's fusion then. So we've cracked nuclear fusion? We've cracked nuclear fusion. That's fucking insane. I didn't and think that was possible. The juxtaposition of, of Dr. Scientist explaining this to us while... Uh, we're playing Mario Party was really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Mario Party's another one though that like when I lock in, it's over a few jokers. I'm Dude, I get, you'd like... be surprised, man. We we trade off a lot because it's all about it's all about the bonus stars at the end. Yeah. And so the the 30, 60 minutes that you spend playing that game almost for nothing until the bonus stars get um passed out. And the thing that I'll say about this Nintendo Switch version, it's very lacking for a $60 game. They only have like four or five maps and those get old after a while. Yeah. And, but like, it's also an amalgamation of the previous 13 games Mm. and they only have five maps. I find that suspect. Yeah. That seems weird. It seems like they're trying to get some downloadable content. Yeah. That's the game now, man. It's all yeah. add-ons. It's all DLC, which is just... Well, they haven't even D- had a DLC. This game's been out for two years. Well, I mean, never say never. 
Never. Although I have a, I'm, I have like Never. the switch, switch on the switch online expansion pass. So like the, uh, there's like add-ons that I have to certain games. That's, that's nice. Like I got extra tracks in a Mario Kart. I've got like extra Island access Cario and Mart. animal crossing Cario Mart where Cario drives his Mart around yeah. and people pick up various sundry goods. He brings from the Cario's Mart. to you. <laughs> and then there's Cario's evil brother, Wakario. No, Sicario. <laughs> Dude, I watched a movie once, not Sicario, but it was called like Sicario Room 130 or something like that. And all it was, all it was, was an actual Sicario with a bag over his head to preserve his anonymity just telling real stories of all the fucked up shit he did. And all he has is a little notepad where he like draws what he did and talks about it. And an off screen interviewer just asks him about his life as a Sicario for the cartel. Dude, and that... it is absolutely horrifying. The shit that he did. And it is, Oh, it's comp- for a movie. That's quite literally just a static shot of a dude telling a story for 90 minutes or however long it was it is compelling as fuck dude that fucking the shit they used to do with are they still do with vice oh yeah they'll talk to like credit card scammers or like like big time drug lords and i think michael k williams had a whole series before he died about um like going into the seedy underbelly of the dark web that's wild. I would love Vice, to watch Vice. It. Like I'll see like these mini like they'll, they'll take a full Vice documentary and condense it down for like an eight minute Facebook video. And like when I'm going down my my doom scroll hole, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll watch that and I'm like, what the fuck, man? How do people think about this shit? And also like if I was in that position, I'd be like, and Vice reached out to me somehow. I don't know how they found me. Yeah, I'd be like, no, absolutely not. And I have to stop now because at least. One person knows that I'm doing this to, to be able to find me. Yeah, and now I got to protect my kids. Yeah. They did a uh, they did a great thing on you. You've seen documentary now, right? Oh, I love that show. Did you see the Vice one where Jack Black plays like the Vice leader, and he keeps just sending more reporters into the field, and they just keep dying on him. No, it's just new reporters each time. It's so good, but it's Jack Black with like a cool beard because he's the hip guy from Vice that does the cool shit, dude. It's so good, and your fandom of Jack Black will. will... I will definitely look that up. I yeah, did see. It, I think it's a season one episode. It's it's an early one. I did see somebody do the a deep fake of the um, Dave Chappelle, um, the the black KKK member. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With a deep faked Kanye's face onto him, which makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Beautiful, <laughs> nicely done. He's not gone now, man. He just uh, Kanye stuck to his uh, stuck to his guns with the whole uh, really awful things that he said, and then he just disappeared. I think he's in damage control mode. Uh, I think probably like his publicist probably locked him in a bunker and said. The, the misses are coming. You gotta hide. Yeah. <laughs> His publicist was like, one, you gotta hide. Two, I'm Jewish. Three, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> um, speaking of pieces of shit getting uh, what's owed to them, can we please talk about the Andrew Tate situation? Okay, I need first, before we get into it, because it is a hilarious situation, but it's the only thing I know Andrew Tate from. Who is he? Like, what is his deal? So Andrew Tate is essentially the personification of 
like the the incel uh people on 4chan so here's what i know is i saw this all go down and as a result i've been privy to like previous andrew tate videos and he just yeah. really comes across as just like a tool he pretty much pretty much his beliefs are that um like if you are you know soft or overweight or you know you don't make x amount of dollars per year or if you're not attractive then you're not a real male and he then, only he only fulfills the making x dollars to uh, Based yeah. on that, like he looks like a complete joke. He looks like a thumb. Um, yeah, but he's he looks soft. He also has, is very vocal about how women should be submissive and you know seen and not heard that sort well, of that thing. Definitely backfires if you're into human trafficking. You yeah, eat them words. Um, so I'm glad this guy is going to rot for a bit. And the the best the mo- and if if you're listening, you don't know what happened here. It's so good. He he tweeted at Greta Thunberg, uh, political environmental activist who is 19 years old. Greta yeah. Thunberg, a child, he's, a literal activist child. He's 33, I mean, she's technically an adult. Yeah, he's 33, 35 in that area, and he randomly tweets at her that he has 33 cars, Bugattis, Lamborghinis, and if you want me to download you on the rest of what I own, um, I'd be happy to. Greta Thunberg replies with one of the best tweets of the year, which says, I would love to be downloaded on what you own. Please email it to uh, tinydickenergy at (laughs) getalife.com. Such a brilliant, such a good bird. Um, So then because Andrew Tate is the just epitome of piece of shit, he decided to make a, a Twitter video response. Now, here's the thing. There's no better way to say that you actually do give a shit what this person thinks about you than to spend 24 hours creating a video response. You know what? Like, that's what a great way. His video could have just said, you burned me worse than I've ever been burned. And I am up and, and it has it has harmed me in ways that I don't want to admit, because that's what spending 24 hours creating a response response twitter video says no matter what it says in the video that's what that says back in back in the day when we when the whole like chili's crew lived at, at the uh the compound manion gardens oh yeah i remember every super bowl sunday one of us would make a video and post it on facebook and then not to be outdone we all like we all like lived in pairs we had two and two and two and two and not to be outdone somebody some other team would post a video about what they're doing for super bowl sunday yeah, and then we were like, "Hey, fuck you, Dan." And then somebody else would post a video saying, "Oh, here's what we're doing." Blah blah blah. Fuck you, Steve. And I and by imagine... the end of the day, the teams crossed over enough times yeah. that it just didn't matter. <laughs> and when we all hung out for the Super Bowl anyway, but like yeah. I, when I saw this video from Andrew Tate, it reminded me of those videos. But if those videos were made with actual resentment towards each other, yeah, like like the way because the video that he made had the energy of like. You you've severely damaged me, yeah. and I am afraid of what that means. But when we were and doing it, it was a bit. When he it was did a bit, it, it yeah. was like very, very, and like he he is a he is a man acting like a child, and she is a child acting like an adult. Yeah. Oh yeah. But so now hit them with the with the the kicker because this is so, this is the part that makes this it is my delicious. favorite part. Even though I had no context as to who this chode was. Yeah. This aspect of it is like delicious. In the video, some would say as delicious as a slice of pizza. In the video, don't spoil it. In the video, 
as he's spilling this vitriol from his mouth, somebody comes in and delivers him two pizzas. Those two pizzas are from a popular Romanian pizza place. Now, he has had a warrant out for his arrest in Romania for a while. They've been waiting for him to come back into the country. And because he posted that video on Twitter, the Romanian authorities knew that he was back in Romania, immediately went and raided his house and arrested him. Beautiful. Because of the pizza boxes. Like, what a great, like, epic self-own to Hang end on, wait. 2023. And then Greta, did you see the last? The last oh, yeah. thing Greta Her said, final burn is killer because it's in theme with what she's famous for. Yep. And it's a burn. Her final tweet about the situation was, this is why you always recycle your pizza boxes. Well done. Well done. Very well done. Yeah, I I did not have what a, a great way to, to end who this guy year. is. But as soon as I saw his response video and like fell down a rabbit hole of what he was doing, I was like, this guy, it fascinates me that even a single person would take him seriously enough that he can make all that money. Well, it's all, it's all the like he exhausted... just stinks of a grifter. Well, not exhausted. It's all the residual energy coming off of the people who are now realizing that Trump is a criminal. Yeah. And yeah. So they want to hitch their wagon to a new celebrity who who spill who spills equal hate and equal yeah know, like not give a shit attitude but really it's all about validating bigotries exactly yeah 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 I, I just it's one of those i mean i have the same reaction to him as i have at trump where i just give him one look even if he i didn't see him in action i would just look at him and be like i can't possibly take this person seriously yeah based on this single still frame of them says everything but yeah he he definitely like he looks like if somehow Moby and a penis had a baby inside of a bottle of tanning lotion. I was going to say he looks like um, if evil Prince and evil Common ran towards each other really quickly. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he's like he's he looks like a like a rejected character design for the Hitman game. Yeah, where they were like, oh, yeah. we want to make a cool Hitman, and then they're like, you know what, this one actually doesn't look cool. He kind of looks like a bitch. We should thicken it up a little bit. And so they threw that one in the trash. That's what he kind of looks like. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, beautiful cell phone. Nothing better than a cell phone. He and then the like... fact that the person he was trying to own was just killer on the sick burns. It's like really kind of a perfect situation. He looks like when you start a video game and it's like, oh, male character number six. And everyone always passes over that one to get to the next one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's... uh. Hey, but you know what, though? At the end of the day human trafficking terrible thing so uh no matter who he is it's great that he's just gonna go down for it because and uh, you also know, human it did not it did not surprise me in the slightest that this cocksucker was part of a human trafficking ring not at all well, and because... i hate i hate that it's like it's like that's like the most ho-hum part of the story it's like oh yeah that makes sense but yeah. the <laughs> most interesting story is how he got caught <laughs> well what's crazy is like there is a there is a contingent of attractive woman who who is really into money but like i saw a video of him in a room full of attractive women and i was like i don't care how rich he is the, uh, we could max out 60 percent of these women are there by choice i, I just will not believe any further yeah. than 60 percent and uh so yeah it's a uh, it's because <laughs> either either they're there against their will or like one of their girlfriends is like you just come to this party and they're like i really don't want to yeah oh come on he's got pizza <laughs> He's got pizza. 
It's this great Romanian place. Yeah. Uh, there was a um there's a clip that was going around in response to what you just said. Cause the idea, like everyone's like, Yeah, it's crazy that you know he really self-owned. And it was like, Yeah, yeah, he's also a human trafficker. Yeah. Uh, but there's a clip going around of Norm McDonald on um on a of uh, what's it called riding in cars with boys uh comedians in cars with coffee and um he's talking to seinfeld and norm mcdonald goes so this uh one comedian pat oswald we were talking about bill cosby and he said oh yeah the worst part is the uh hypocrisy and uh you know what i i don't actually agree with that and seinfeld's like well what's the worst part he's like well i always thought the worst part was the rape <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah that sounds about right um i've been i've been on kind of a norm mcdonald kick um recently and i Dude, that Saget video is unbelievable yeah so yeah, i sent I, fa- I found your son i sent dan a, a video where bob Saget, and if you, if you uh, don't know bob i Saget's, sent i sent you that video no i sent you that video scott sent me that video and then i sent it to you how much do you want to i don't my phone's charging i can't look <laughs> at pull it, it up right now i well, could be wrong i'll explain but, the video while you pull it up yeah so bob Saget is telling a story about how he first met dean martin and uh he he says uh, he's like being really somber and that's not really bob saget's stuff. i okay. sent you that video motherfucker right, just play just play <laughs> the audio then um let's see if it if it works and i walked in there and he had lost his son and he was sitting there and he was having a martini and i just walked over and i just kind of stood there i didn't want to bother him and he was just sitting there and he and he looked up and it was he was nice and i just went i found your son <laughs> <laughs> the look, That's it. Bob Saget's been our guest. The look that Bob gives Norm of it's like, how the fuck are you okay it's, with saying that? Yeah. What I love about it though is that it's simultaneously Norm McDonald has a face of like, aren't I a scamp? <laughs> and and Bob Saget has a face that's like why the fuck did I think I could at all have a real moment with this story? Like, of course, this is what was going to happen. Why would I? Why would I ever? The, uh, the reason I know that I sent that to you is because Scott sent it to me. And for ever since he sent it to me, every day we'll exchange a text that I'll be like, oh, dude, um, I don't know if you know about this, but uh, I found your son. Oh, <laughs> it's God. just become a refrain. I think I think my confusion was besides this 9% beer that I'm drinking is that... Um, when you send that to me, I send it to everybody else that I know. It's the funniest thing. It's yeah. like the fun. Norm Macdonald is the funniest person who ever lived. I will say it. He really is. Because there's nobody that's funny the same way he was. Well, I had. Because nobody could have delivered that I found your son the way that he did without there being some sort of audible response. And the fact that the collective group response is silence of just like, Jesus Christ, of course. Of course, this is what's going to happen because I'm sitting across from a genius. Yeah. It's it's one of a kind. One of but a kind. You do, and I learned this the hard way last night. You do need that rapport and that um, that level of respect to get away with shit like that. Um, because last night I was. Uh, oh yeah. Last night I was playing poker with some of my friends, and they were talking. They were talking when they start talking about the Yankees. I get really uh, annoyed. Because talk about the Yankees, they'll they'll hijack the whole conversation <laughs> with the Yankees, and it's like it goes on for forty five minutes. I'm just sitting there in silence because I have nothing to contribute. And so they start talking about Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge like the is the big Yankee dude. He's he's like their Bryce Harper. 
And um, yeah, he's a Yankee Doodle Dandy. He's a Yankee Doodle Dandy. And I was like, oh, guys, didn't didn't you hear the news? And they're like, what? And I was like, oh, Aaron Judge was just in a tragic car accident. He tried to <laughs> he tried to go underneath an eighteen wheeler like in Fast and the Furious, and he got his head completely torn from his body. And they're like, Stephen, that's not funny. <laughs> and I'm cracking up because I think it's the funniest thing I've ever said in my entire life. Here's the thing, though. You you forgot to write a joke around that. That's the I, that's the thing. There was no well, the joke, joke was is that he's it's dead. just you falsely falsely declaring a death. That's funny to me, but I'm fucked up. The the Norm Macdonald thing's funny because he uses the phrase he lost his son, and then Norm brings in I found your son. So it's a double of Norm not understanding what lost his son meant and the timing and impropriety of it. You got rid of everything but the impropriety, which is funny to me, but I can definitely see why that did not sail. Well, the joke the joke in my mind was that... Me, I mean, it's, that's a great death. The joke in my mind was that me, the Phillies fan, was breaking this news to a bunch of Yankees fans who probably should have already had like a Google alert said Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. Oh, I think we have a delay. Yeah, we do. Yep. 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 Uh, 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 uh. All right. Ready? <laughs> One, radio. two, three. Two, three. That. I think we're fixed. I don't think we are. Your your mouth was lined up. Okay, yeah. Is my not, mouth lined up? you look good. Uh, look good. Oh, now you look bad. No, I, that was a little ventriloquism. Now I'm good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I can't believe I fooled you with because I'm not a ventriloquist. Um, not I, what just we got, do. I just got another um, a political text message. Oh yeah. From Helen Jim. Is that a politician? Yeah, but I mean, like. I'm going to need more than that. There's a few of those. Oh, she's running for mayor. I'm sorry. She's something like five paragraphs. She wants me to donate $20.23 before midnight. Oh, get it? Because 2023. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. My God. Shameless. All these politicians. Shameless, I say. Shameless. I, I might just change my number. So what's the coolest thing that you got for Christmas? Silence. I mean, silence is pretty good. Um, like... No. It was... Um... Yeah, I feel like we haven't talked in a while. Yeah. On the air, I mean. Yeah. Oh, I see a delay again. No, I'm just sitting here and, and thinking. Oh, there we go. So I'll tell you what I got that was very cool. I got No, two I didn't three. go yet. Well, because you were thinking. Yeah. I, I don't need to think. I'm ready. I got a well, this I didn't want to rub it in your face again, but I got a um a cheese cutter for a charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah. I got a uh, I got a rug that's shaped like cheese. <laughs> <laughs> One of uh, Jenna's friends they make a uh, they they do their own like rugs, and so this is a homemade super soft rug, but it's meant to sit on your desk and you put things on it. Oh, but I just nice. like it as a soft rug, but it, it's made to look like cheese, so don't feel too bad. Got well, some cheese. I, think we I got a bottle of gin. You got a bottle of gin? I got a bottle of gin because it's Wendigo gin. And I that's like my favorite cryptid. So 
Oh, and then you're like, when to go? Jim. Yeah. And I got the, the Wendigo tattoo, but uh the uh it's pretty tasty and I don't love gin. I don't love But gin we either. got we got two very cool like household items. My parents got us a gas powered fire pit for our porch. And uh it's dangerous. No, no, not <laughs> not this it's propane powered. It's it's we're good. And then uh Jenna's brother got us a tushy bidet. Nice. What other kind Wait. of bidets are there? Uh, I'm trying or is to that is what, that the brand name? That's the brand is Tushy. Uh, I thought like it was like, oh, it's them. a bidet for your butt. Oh like, no, that's no, what most bidets are. Yeah, this one's for your butt, and if for the bold, it's also like a water fountain. But um, yeah. I'm not that bold. But no, I, I'm waiting on an extra piece for a toilet that I gotta get before I install it. But we'll report back. Looks like my Tushy it, bidet. It feels like I made it. I've wanted a Tushy forever. But Deluxe I apartment in the sky. Also. To add to my shelf of murderers that I have back there, we've got ourselves a xenomorph from uh from Alien and Aliens and Alien Three and Alien Resurrection and Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And Alien vs. Predator. And Alien vs. Predator and AVP2 Requiem. Yeah. So got that. So yeah, I'm doing pretty good on Christmas here. Doing very um, good. Um I got the cheese cutter. Nice. I also got um, a couple of Amazonies. I got a lot of gift cards, a lot of cash because I'm unemployed. So I was like, let's give the man some money. Got a flashlight. <laughs> um, Money's got, the best gift. Yeah. This is pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good haul. Nice. Nice. I got Jenna Kalimba, like an instrument. And I got her like a Muppet, like an actual Muppet puppet that you can Dude, puppetry with no it's like a it's like a silly purple fuzzy guy but he's like child sized and and mm. you know tate would approve and it's a uh, it's oh god it's pretty cool it's a cool muppet i was very pleased that she was pleased with the muppet that i got her. i got bb more toys and then i realized i have to donate half of her toys to a shelter somewhere because she is just the most spoiled little pup in the world we got an influx of toys for our animals so uh we we paid it forward and got rid of some toys this yeah. week because uh, it was just the, it was the move it was the thing to do oh no no i can't be yawning i gotta wake up ha! i'm not gonna yawn don't yawn don't yawn don't yawn steven don't yawn listeners don't yawn i did too much cocaine before we did this so i'm not gonna yawn that'll happen oh speaking of which let's take a break now but when we come back we're gonna talk new year's resolutions okay i'm into it and right. also uh, some some food pairings. Oh yeah, food oh yeah, parents? we're having fun with that pairings. Oh yeah, we're talking, we're talking about more cheese, aren't we? Cheese and cookies, baby. Yeah, twenty. It's gonna cheese? be twenty twenty cheese up in here. That's right. All right. Goodbye. All right, we'll be back for now. For now. For now. We are back. So we're coming up on the cusp of 2023. 2020 cheese. 2020 cheese. And um, yeah, yummy, yummy cheese. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> celebrating the end of yummy, yummy food and starting yummy, yummy cheese. And uh, we're going to make our uh, resolutions. You, you you, were saying before the break. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got on the, on well, the table? <laughs> 2022, my resolution was to read more. Ah, And I did. But not as much as I wanted to. 
Fair enough. Fair I enough. almost finished one book. Hey, if that's better than last year, then that's improvement and we take yep. it. So this year you're going to read I'm, even more. Maybe Unless I can here. read 11 books in the next 48 hours, I don't think I'm going to hit my goal of one book a month. I mean, you could probably get one book down within the next 48 hours. Or if I just made them all goosebumps and did nothing else. Yeah, I mean, get one. Do one. Finish the book you're reading. You can't be that far from the end, right? I think I'm like 70% done. You can totally bang that out today. I have plans. Yeah, well, then bang it out in intermittent. I'm losing you. You sound. I think you sound like you're cheese. Yummy, yummy cheese. Into 2020 cheese. Dan? Oh, no. We lost Dan. Well, I guess in the new year, it'll just be me doing Hot Property because Dan has been shot into space like uh, Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar. And um, I don't know when he's going to come back or if he's going to come back. I'm back. I'm back. Oh. I actually just I just got the 4K of Interstellar the other Thank day because it was, it was very cheap. Great movie. Um, so you're going to read more this year. I think you no, can do it. No, but it's yummy, no. yummy cheese. It's time. I'm going to instead of as people make resolutions about bettering themselves all the time, right? Yeah, I'm going to make myself worse this year. Okay, my my New Year's resolution officially is to do a lot more cocaine. That I mean, just make sure you test it first because fentanyl is still an issue. Yeah, I do. I got all the fentanyl strips right here. Yeah, it's definitely good test. to go. Uh, I did. I did no cocaine over the past six years of my life. Yeah. So it's time to change that. So you really only need to do a little bit in order yeah. to to accomplish this goal. So it's actually quite feasible. I think. I think uh, it'll. Yeah, it'll do it. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Well, I, I my goal is to do a lot more cocaine. Okay. I, I mean, have. a relative lot. It would be you know you bang out a bag every every couple of weeks. Dude, I was going to say even a lot like compared a, to a gram a day. Okay. Keep the doctor away. So you're getting into them Jean-Claude Van Damme numbers. Yeah. Respectful. Yeah. You know that at his peak, he was spending like 20 grand a day on cocaine. I'm not surprised. He was the biggest action yeah. star in the world. He really was. He was huge. He was a hard target. He was, um, he did a cameo on Friends, and that was the uh, the watermark for being a celebrity that back in the day. Yeah, that's true. It was him. It was Brad Pitt. Um, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis, Giovanni Ribisi. Yeah. They were Bruce all Willis actually, the reason Bruce Willis even got on Friends because he lost a bet to Matthew Perry. Did he really? Over Coke. Matt, oh, no. Matt, well, Matthew Perry was definitely coked up the entire yeah. time. But Matthew Perry, one of them said that the whole nine yards would flop. And one of them said that it would be a big hit. And I forget who said what, but um, Bruce Willis lost the bet. I imagine it was a hit because we did get a whole 10 yards. Okay, yeah. So then so, so Bruce Willis had to come on the show because um because of that bet. That's amazing. I love it. Everything I learn about Bruce Willis, I love him more. He's the best. R.I.P. to his mind. To his mind. But I they showed his Christmas photos with his family and he looked like a happy guy. So I'm glad he's in a good place, you know. Or uh, was it the robot version of him from that one movie where he was a robot? Either way we win. Yeah. Uh what was that movie called? Uh Sur- Surrogates. Surrogates. I was gonna say Surrogates. shell people. Yeah, that movie was kinda all right. I feel like resolutions for me are kind of a Wait, waste. Speaking of because... surrogates, real quick, a three-word review on Avatar 2. 
Oh, uh, crazy fucking awesome. All right. Did you did you see it? No, I need to rewatch the first one. I don't really want to spend three hours doing that. First but... off, no, you don't. You don't need to rewatch the first one. You're fine. I feel like I do. I mean, it, I rewatched it before the new one, and I'm glad I did because I enjoyed it uh, even without all the bells and whistles of 3D and all that. But I went to see the new one in IMAX 3D with the high frame rate and with all that. And like I I was shitting my pants. It's a, again, it's a very silly earnest movie the way the first one is. It's kind of dumb, but it'll blow your balls off, man. It is insane. Well, like, all it's the insane. ads all the ads that I see from it have this one like quote that says it's unlike anything I've ever seen before. I'm like, didn't you see the first one though? It looks pretty much exactly the same. Here's the thing. Yes and no, because it is similar to the first. I actually think it has a much better script than the first. Like the characters are more fleshed out. So they fucked up Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Jermaine Clement's in it and he doesn't use his accent. And it's the weirdest thing. It's a terrible choice. But otherwise, like it's a greatest hits reel of all of Jim, Jim Cameron's best action beats. But in IMAX 3D and shot at a ridiculously high frame rate, like I would take the trip out to KOP to see the IMAX 3D high frame rate if you can, because, you know, like this one will probably hold up better at home, better than the first one does, even though the first one ended up holding up decently well when I revisited it. But when I tell you the spectacle, like I was stressed while watching it because I could not figure out when to use the bathroom. Because I didn't want to miss a second of what I was seeing. It's it's very impressive. All right, what are you very impressive. <laughs> so you're just done, done with Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> done with Avatar. I you think waited, you Jim. You waited too long, man. I don't care about it anymore. Dude, I'll just put it this way: Sigourney Weaver <laughs> plays the Avatar child that was birthed of the corpse of her Avatar body. And Sigourney Weaver, I hardly Sigourney know Weaver. her. Ah. So my uh my because re- I I completed most of my resolutions at the end of this year, which was to eat better, to exercise all the time, to stop smoking pot all the time, and just like you know, I stopped chewing my nails. I've been saving money. I, I like covered everything. So this year will be the year that I, uh, yummy yummy cheese will be the year that I actually finish the book that I have been on and off writing for two years now. I was really hoping that you would take the same turn that I did and say, I did everything I wanted to do last year, so now I'm going to take a year off and become the villain. I got to roll with it. Well, here's the thing. It's going to be villainous because like, there's a lot of problematic material in this book. And um, so it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm, I want to do that. And I would love, like I wrote a short film, I would love to at least have that prepped for pre-production by the end of the year. Is I there a character that does a lot of cocaine? Yes. Uh, in my short film, there is a coke scene. No, I mean in the book. Oh no, uh, but I mean it's it's a bunch of short stories, so that's that's not completely out of the uh, out of the. Uh... You know, fuck it. I will write a coke story just for you. Thanks. And um, yeah, and I, actually, to tell you the truth, in my short film, uh, you would you would be very welcome to audition for one of the parts. The coke guy. Because that's who you, I want to become. You you will get your penis bitten off by a demon. Won't be the first but, time. Uh, it won't be the last. It's just uh, just saying. It's in there. Yeah. But uh, you, ever so been, you ever been to cheerleaders in South Philly? That'll happen. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's why you go. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all part of it. So yeah, I want to finish those creative projects and just kind of stay the course of my health kick and stuff right now and, you know, do that. I think also um, to to further my dive into madness, for my resolution, I'm going to, you know, maybe kick a, kick a child. Oh yeah, I could arrange that. You know, kick kick a kid. I got kids. Just like my, kids. They'll, they'll be wearing a lot of padding because it's like winter, and like I was, I'll get one of those ones that like can't really move. There's waddling around like a penguin. I'll just go over and like just knock him down with my foot. You know, that'll be kicking a kid. Is it better or worse if the kid is a dickhead? If the kid's a dickhead, I might be. I might just punt him. Because yeah, because like. It, is part of this for you like sullying the innocence of the child by kicking a good kid? It's mostly or just to get a good will laugh. you get the, the catharsis and the laugh of kicking yeah. a dickhead kid, which is better, which is preferred. Well, I mean, I mean, it's, I think it's funny because like the kid can barely move because they're all padded up, yeah, and then put them on the back like a turtle. That's just funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So the they're they're like the, then the parents are like yelling at me, but they still want to set a good example for their kid about like turning the other cheek and shit. So they're not gonna attack me. They're just gonna yell at me and be like, Why would you do that? You're such an asshole. And I'm just gonna laugh in their face and throw up the middle fingers and then walk away slowly. A few years ago, a kid who was probably like 10 or 11 when I was walking home from work was like showing off to his friends and just like being a dickhead. And he threw a bunch of rocks at me and was like following me and throwing rocks. And all of the parents, like it was near like a park and all these parents were around like seeing how I would react. And so I turned around and I just said to the kid, it, it was the most adult thing I ever said. I said, you know, one of these days you might come at someone who's not as nice as me and you're really going to think twice about throwing rocks. And I sounded like a dad and I'm so disappointed. And at least once a month since this happened, and this was like three years ago, I fantasized that what I should have done was turn around real fast and lunged at him so that he would panic and fall over and then laugh at him and continue on my merry way. And I wish I did that because it would be like I hit him without me actually hitting him. Yeah. But instead, I just gave him a talking to the way that adults do. A stern and, talking to, I would say. And yeah, and, and I'm, I'm ashamed that I took the high road and I regret not putting the fear of God into him. But I've the good ashamed. news is... He seemed like such a punk that like there's a decent chance that he's fucking dead. And I hope that's true or that his life is shit because his parents are probably shitheads if he acts like this. So who knows? But, um, you know, God, God willing, God willing, he died of childhood of like leukemia or something. But maybe, you know, maybe he's just having a bad life and I'm just wishing ill upon a child. And but I, I think about it all the time, how I regret being good and how I should have just lunged at him to scare him, hoping that he'd trip and hurt himself, which probably every wouldn't day, have happened. Every day I think about scenarios where I took the high road and I regret every moment of it. It's ridiculous. So, another thing that I like to res resolve to do, and then we'll talk about cheese pairings. Is do you remember that episode of Always Sunny where they're going to the Grand Canyon and yeah. uh, there's a biker in front of them and Matt gets uh, impatient and finishes his beer and then chucks, chucks the it at his him, head. Yeah. I want to do that. That's I support that. Yeah. I'm into that. You know that's that's my. I want to beam. Full... I want to beam a cyclist in the head with a I'm not with an actual beer bottle. Coke addiction, but you've inspired me that 
that what I want my bad resolution to be is I want in a situation where I should take the high road, I want to take the cathartic low road and then ride on that high, no matter the consequences, whoa, 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 whoa. throwing a why bottle are, of beer. Why are my resolutions bad resolutions? No, no. I, I mean, not bad resolutions, but you said you wanted to go the opposite of virtuous, of virtuous and yeah. dive into Coke. They're well, still resolutions. My one resolution that's going to go opposite of virtuous is if I find myself in a situation where I can be mature and do the right thing, or I can do something fun and cruel that makes me feel good and doesn't actually better the situation. I would like at least once this year to go the cathartic underhanded low route. That way, three years from now, when I think back, I can go, I really told that bitch what was what, you know, like that's, I want to have that. So I'm going to take the low road once this year. And speaking of which, this episode is brought to you by Andrew Tate's version of Viagra called Tate Tickler. Uh, you can get it at tickler.com. <laughs> yeah, someone made a we joke. We are selling that I think out is, uh, to, to the evils of the of capitalism. They're like 2023 has given it like the end of like 2022 has given us a great gift that now if someone says, uh, oh, you know about that uh, pizza human trafficking thing, we now have to go. Can you be more specific? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. That's brilliant that we have Pizza Gate and Pizza Tate. And now we just have two pizza-related human trafficking funsies in, in, in the zeitgeist. Beautifully done. Thank you, 2022. And thank you, Pizza. Thank you, Pizza. For protecting us from the evils of humanity. So one of my friends, shout out Emily, um, who I don't even think knows about this show. She sent me a thing on Instagram and said, when I saw this, I immediately thought of you. And I sent it to you, Steve. I sent it to you this is true this one you did send to me yes and um what it is is an infographic that pairs cookies with cheese and now looking at this in my head i go cookies and cheese that doesn't seem like something that 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 works but looking at this infographic each of these options they make sense when i think about it i should probably get my phone for this one well i mean i can read them off to you um but uh, I think the if you get your phone, it will be helpful because there is visuals. Oh, yeah. All right. Hang on. So each of these, though, to the audience, each of these does seem to make sense to me. And so we're going to review them one by one and talk about how we feel about them. So this was posted by The Kitchen, and Kitchen does not have an E in it. So shout out to The Kitchen account on Instagram. Um, so, yeah, this is a uh, one of their 10 most liked posts <laughs> of the last year. Um, I just followed the kitchen based solely on this. So I don't know what kind of account it is, but I'm assuming it's stuff like this. So uh, do you have that infographic up, Stephen? I do. Okay. So the first pairing here is triple cream cheese and shortbread cookies. Uh, the, the, the cheese that's triple cream, it does kind of look like brie. I think that's what they're going for here. Yeah. How do we feel about brie with shortbread cookies? I Say prefer... a Dansk cookie. I mean, if we're doing a shortbread cookie, I'd like to have a raspberry filling because brie and fruit go very well together. I second that. I think that that is a good call. But like that, I think is a decent pairing because you got the bitterness. Of I'd the give it brie. a B plus. I'd, I'd give it a B plus. I'd, with some fruit, it would be an A plus easily. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Now, are you putting the cheese on the cookie or are you just eating a piece of cheese, eating a cookie and vice versa? I'm going to do both on all of these occasions. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's correct. Yeah. 
So yeah, I you know what I'm with you. I'm gonna I'm just gonna hit it with a solid B for the triple cream plus shortbread. But I think that's a pretty solid combo. That bitter creaminess with yeah. the sweet crispiness. All right. So the second one is Gouda, or as I've been told, it's pronounced Howda, and chocolate chip cookies. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Um, I'm feeling pretty Gouda. <laughs> oh damn, that was good. It was Gouda. Fuck, I might give it an A plus just for that joke. Um, I don't know. The smokiness of a Gouda. I'm going to say Gouda. Um, the smokiness of a Gouda and uh, the chocolate chip. I don't know if that'll go well. But then you think about like chocolate-covered bacon is pretty good. So um, I could get there, but it will be a B plus. I mean, I'm a solid a B minus, actually. B minus for me. I'm with you on B minus because this one doesn't immediately feel as as intuitive as the brie and shortbread, but I'm open to it being real fucking good because I think you're right. Like Gouda's a little bit more of a it has like a duller flavor, but it's a little thicker. It has a good texture to it, but like chocolate chip cookies are they're like perfect as they are. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's a chocolate chip cookie that has that little touch of salt that I think is essential. I think it'll work even better with the Gouda. But yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to stick with the B minus. Now, this next one, this next one excites me. I'm into this one. I'm into this one. Yeah. You want to read it? You give it. You, you give it to us. Blue cheese, or as our friends to the South would say, queso azul. Queso azul. Blouches. And Danish butter cookies. And Danish butter cookies. And I assume those, I, I envision these as the, the blue container, the classic blue container that there might be cookies, it might be a sewing kit. Yes, yeah. That's that's <laughs> what I that's the dance cookies. Yeah. I, I said that wrong for the shortbreads. But uh I'm really feeling this one. Cause those cookies are legit. And this is this is one I definitely crumble and sprinkle on the cookie to eat. Yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like this, I'm gonna go ahead and throw an A on this one. I'll leave that plus open in case one of these other ones like pop up, but this feels go, like an A to me. I'm gonna go A minus because I do see down the road there will be an A plus. I don't want to. I need to. I need to keep my ratings consistent with that. With that high watermark. I, you know what? Now that I'm looking at this, I'm gonna say the same thing. We'll call this an A minus. But yeah, I yeah. think that the uh, and and also in this one because of the the blue cheese, uh, I, I can picture it both ways. Really cold blue cheese or room temperature. Both are gonna go well with this cookie. Yeah. All right, the next I, prefer, I do prefer my blue cheese to be between chilled and room temperature. There's a very there's a very fine needle I, I like to thread with that one. 100%. I completely get what you're saying, and I agree. So the next one, goat cheese and chocolate sandwich cookies. So essentially Oreos C plus. with goat cheese. This one doesn't quite jump not out at me. One. I'm not not into this. Because like the sweetness of the cream is what's gonna offset the like the lack of sharpness at all. That's the goat cheese. But this oh, doesn't feel is, well. Goat cheese is very tangy. I wouldn't say it was sharp. It's very very tangy. Tangy. I, yeah. I don't think that the cream or the chocolate's gonna com- complement that at all. I'm not gonna say this doesn't mix, but this doesn't give me the ooh that the other ones give me. I would like to be so... pleasantly surprised by it. I would like to be pleasantly surprised by it. And no matter whether I like it or not, I am eating the whole sleeve of cookies and the entire package of goat cheese. Yes. So that's it. I think that goes without saying. But, oh, my uh, God. Can we yeah, take I'm a gonna go, pause? I'm going to go C+. Plus. I had the best fucking Christmas treat today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My friend Joe brought home 
from his Christmas affair um, a bunch of like different cookies, and I bit into one thinking it was an Oreo that was covered in chocolate. It was not. It was two Ritz crackers with peanut butter in the middle dipped in chocolate. Fuck my And ass. I, let me tell you that I like turned into one of those Red Bulls got wings characters and flew around my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> you immediately did the, that's a good cup of coffee. That's a, I was like, I looked at, I was like, I looked, I looked at the cookie and I was like, what the fuck are you? That's like, that's the opposite of like, you know, like you go to like sip a soda and it turns out to be like a seltzer or vice yeah. versa. Or you're like, oh, this is water. And then it's milk. That's the opposite where you're like, oh, this is going to be a chocolate coat. It's a Ritz, a peanut butter. Fuck, man. That sounds incredible. Not, not even like a, not a manufactured peanut butter Ritz either. It was a homemade two Ritz crackers with Jif in the middle. Mm. Oh, oh, my God. That sounds incredible. That sounds like a delight. Anyway, our next our next pairing is boozy hard cheese and black and white cookie. I'm going to give this one a C plus as well. Really, this one to me is is like this one. I'm gonna throw another A minus in because those black and white cookies are delicious. There's too much going on with this pairing, though. But the black and white cookie is already a pairing of itself. It is a pairing of itself, but like I feel like boozy hard cheese. Uh, I'm trying to think of what cheese would fit that description. But uh, either way, like a really hard cheese, like a really sharp provolone, even with that, you can do it two ways, three ways. You do it with the white icing. You do it with the chocolate icing. Then you do it on that line in the middle. There's a whole lot of variety here, and I'm into all of it. But I, I get what you're saying. I get what no, you're saying. But, uh, not for me. Not for you. This one, I'm going to go A- minus on that. So the next one is soft ripened cheese and vanilla wafers. Oh, baby. I can tell by the look on your face that we're on the same page here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember, remember earlier when I said there's an A-plus down the road? Yeah. Now, because you can you can dip this one. This is yeah. form and function all at once. And I'm feeling like this is like a pub cheese kind of thing. Oh yeah, throw in the vanilla wafers. You got that little kick of of or let's be honest, vanilla wafers. You yeah. got that little kick of vanilla. You got that that great crunch with this mm. man. You know, I would make I would make you know a sandwich make cookie out of those cookies with the cheese in the middle. Unbelievable. And maybe a little piece of prosciutto in between. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. What are yeah. you? What are you losing your damn mind? <laughs> Did you do coke today? I I'm getting an early start. You know, gotta why wait till the first to start your resolutions? I, this one to me, I, I'm not ready to throw any A pluses down yet because I haven't like looked too far in. But uh, I'm giving this one an A. This is this is peak right here. Yeah, A plus. All right, this next one, I don't know what it is. I don't think I said that because I don't know what it is either. The, I'll uh, look it up. I'll look it up while you try to pronounce it. The cheese, uh, I'm imagining it's some sort of Dutch something or other, or Swedish, because it's getost, G-J-E-T-O-S-T. It feels, it sounds like it's the type of footstool that you can get at Ikea, uh, which would not be edible. But anyway, the, right. idea, the idea of an oatmeal cookie it's, pairing it's, with any cheese feels geodost. good. Geodost. And what is it? Is there a description? Oh, shit. Hang on. I just closed out the tab. Um, you just got the pronunciation and then moved on. <laughs> Gito's cheese pronounced well not now it says it's pronounced either yay toast or yeetost by Scandinavians is known as a brunost cheese. We're getting further away from anything I understand. Yeah. Uh it is a brown Norwegian cheese made of goats. Okay. It just says goats. I hope they mean milk. Given just that description. Goat's milk, goat's milk. But 
sometimes made of a combination of cows and goat's milk. Now, the picture, it's like wrapped in a wrapper, so I imagine it's an oily cheese. Um, tastes a lot like butterscotch and sticks to the roof of your mouth like peanut butter. It's not fancy. It doesn't have mold. It's not even really cheese, but it's damn delicious. <laughs> I'm going to throw an A at this just based on that alone, because that what you just described, a sweet spreadable cheese with an oatmeal cookie. This that is sounds a, like this is according I'll go, I'll go to a minus a minus. That sounds incredible. So it looks like it kind of slices like um, close to like a, a not a sharp cheddar, but a mild cheddar. Uh, and it says it's like a three way between cheese, caramel and fudge. And this is according to my new favorite website name. And again, I'm really upset we didn't get this domain. CheeseSexDeath.com. I'm looking at Murray's Cheese Duck. <laughs> uh, CheeseSexDeath.com will be my new homepage whenever I open my Chrome browser now because this is the best site ever. I'll tell you what, man. I got to get my hands on some of this cheese. This looks fantastic. I love shaving thin slices of ghee toast and serving it with green apples, which cuts through the lip-smacking nut butter richness. I also love layering Ooh. it onto a slice of hot toast and smothering it all of it with jam, like a cheesy PB&J. This sounds really good. And the picture that we have in our infographic, the oatmeal cookie has raisins in it, which I feel like is an enhancement. I'm going to give this based on not knowing what this tastes like. I'm going to give it an A- minus as well. Yeah, I think A- minus is the move. All right, this next one. This next one I think sounds pretty darn good. This is going to be another A-plus for me, just off, yeah. right, off the, right off the bat. Manchego cheese and fudge stripe cookies. The I Keebler love, boys. I love, love, love a Keebler fudge stripe. Yeah, and I love a Manchego as well. Yeah, a I lot of people. Like... A lot of people have told me that you and I are kind of like the Keebler fudge stripe and Manchego of the podcast world. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speak against that. That that feels right yeah. to me. I yeah. This is a, This is. A, I'm gonna go a minus on this one. Um, it's been a while since I've had Manchego, but even the infographic, which is just a little white triangle, has me feeling real into that cheese. It has me um, really horny. Shall we do the final one? Yeah. This one, to me, is the one that I feel like might be king. Hard Italian cheese and Italian butter cookies. I'm not a big fan of Italian butter cookies. I am going to give this a solid A, but not an A+. I'm at an A. I haven't hit anything with an A+. Plus, but they're I feel too like... crumbly for me. I don't like, because I a cookie, they're too thick. If they were thinner and like crispy cookies, I would like them a lot more. But because they make that. such a mess and the hard Italian cheese also kind of crumbly, you're going to be like, you know, crumbing everywhere. Yeah, if I wanted that, I would have gotten me a Nature Valley bar. Yeah. I feel like in hindsight, looking at all of these, the one that I'm most excited about that I only gave an A minus to that I should bump up to an A is the blue cheese and Danish butter cookie. Yeah. Because that and the soft ripened cheese and vanilla wafers is really You know what would at. make that combination an A plus is a little drizzle of hot honey. Yes. I, that would help pretty much any of these. Yeah. Because like hot honey on goat cheese is just unbelievable. But yeah, hard Italian cheese and Italian butter cookies. In my head, when I hear hard Italian cheese, I think of like uh, just sharp as a blade provolone, which is just so good yeah. to me. And that feels that feels pretty all right. I bought a um, I was responsible for bringing over a cheese board uh, to someone's house for a movie night watching Die Hard. Nice. You got it. And so I went to the Bruno Brothers and I 
asked the cheesemonger, which I love that that's the actual thing that you're supposed to call it. the real thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I asked, I asked the cheesemonger, I said, I said, cheesemonger, cheese, I said, cheesemonger, what, what is the catch of the day? <laughs> Mom, and me some cheese. He said that there is a, like a, a very hard, sharp Italian once a year limited edition cheese um that we have here and you, do you want to try it and i tried it it was one of those cheeses that like it's sharp at first and it melts in your mouth and you got these little like crunchy crumbles in it you know like the crystals oh yeah cheese and i was like this is goddamn delicious i think my my pupils dilated yeah and those little crunchy bits in cheese whatever they are i said unbelievable i didn't even ask how much it cost and i was like i'll take what that wedge you're holding i'll take that I should have asked how much it cost. <laughs> how much did it ultimately cost? That wedge, which is about probably eight ounces of cheese, was $45. Damn! I was going to guess 30 <laughs> No. But, yo, you're smiling, though. You feel pretty good about it. I have it, have it still in my fridge. I'm saving it for a special occasion. Nice. Nice. I nice. figured, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna make another cheese plate again at some point. Yeah. No, I think so that's fun. the way to go. And the best part about most cheeses, as long as they're refrigerated, they don't really go bad because yeah. it's, they are bad. They're, they're already bad, yeah. They're already yeah. mold. It's the whole thing. You can't tell if blue cheese goes bad. It just gets better. Yeah, I, I had a I had a not an argument, but just a um a debate about stinky cheeses with somebody. Yeah. And I, I'm lately I've been of the mind of that, like, you know, I'm not gonna poo-poo you for anything that you like if you don't do the same to me. Yeah. Um but there's like I said with this with the Danish shortbread and the blue cheese, there's nothing better than just a nice stinky blue on a sweet cracker. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't it's I've had some cheeses where like the stink is overpowering and that could be an issue, but like if it stinks, to me that stinks so good. Oh, it's it does stink so good. It stinks Hashtag good. stinks so good. Stinks so good. Cheese. That's right. <laughs> yummy yummy cheese. It's time. It's time. And it well, is time to do your plugs. That's right. So in the new year, we're going to have a little shift in the schedule here for Hot Property to accommodate for Stephen coming on and joining me for I Like to Movie Movie. My we movie don't know podcast. exactly what that will look like yet, but we'll keep you updated as soon as we talk about it offline. We'll figure it out. We're going to party this weekend, and then we'll figure it out uh, after that. But um, yeah, so it's going to be uh, both will become bi-weekly as a result. You can check out the I Like to Movie Movie podcast at Movie Movie Cast on all the things. The uh, end of year episode just dropped. Shout out to Cozy Rye for joining for the show to count down our top 10 of the year. So check that out. Stay tuned. I got an interview with a filmmaker coming up in a couple weeks. And then after that, we will be onboarding Steven here for a wonderful 2023 a wonderful yummy yummy cheese for the uh future it's going to be very very exciting um you can find everything that i do at scullyvision.com and of course you can find everything hot property at hot property pod everywhere you find everything and we do have a shop now so you can get some cool hot prop swag at hot prop shop tinyurl.com slash hot prop shop tinyurl.com slash hot prop shop that's right tinyurl.com slash hot prop shop and the hot property hoodies have been getting good reviews nice yeah i have the two people that have bought them right on it's gonna be three soon because i'm gonna buy one yeah me too um <laughs> you can find you can find my dog at bb underscore the corgi don't worry about 
anything else that I have going on because I'll just be in a coke fueled rage kicking babies all year. Um, if you do kick a child and you you manage to remember to activate your camera, I'm going to encourage that you do so. Well, one of my actual resolutions is to do a better job with the hot property Instagram. Oh, right on! So I'll, I'll go live on on our on our on our collective Instagram and I'll kick a child. Right on. I'm into it. I'm into it. We're going to have some fun. But the New Year is going to be very exciting for both shows, and I am looking forward to it. We're going to have a blast, and that is going to carry down to you, the listener. You will also have a blast. I'm going to blast off. That's right. Coke. There you go. Well, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy test New Year to you, your Dan. Coke. Test your Coke. Um, yeah, uh, test your Coke if you're doing it. This has all been a bit, obviously, but if you do do cocaine, uh, make sure you do test it. Yeah, for real. Like, we... we uh, the last thing we need is for listeners to start dropping off like flies. We can't because, afford uh, it. We, we can't, can't afford it. it. So I'm not going to advocate that you do drugs, yeah. but if you are indulging, it is very easy to test and you should because fentanyl is nasty. Yeah. Um, that being said, that's been hot property for the year of 2022. That's right. Yes, as always, it's gotta it's be good. It's gotta be good. And it's and got it's gotta to be, be live. live. Right on. I love you, buddy. Happy new year, bud. I love you too.